Well, hey there, and welcome to the show. It is the Justly Impact. It's Josh Carey on the mic here. This show is brought to you by investjustly.com, encouraging you to invest your principal with principal. And today's theme is all about 6,000 years of wine, if you can believe it. We're going to be going way back into the past and way forward into the future. And to help us do just that, I'm joined by Zach Arman, who's the co-founder of Storica Wines, going to be taking us back to his heritage uh, from um, Armenia and how he discovered Armenian wines to bring to bring them back to current day. And we also have Andrew Harding, who's the co-founder of Knocking Point Wines and Wine 3. If you see that three in there, you might be able to con- uh, connect the Web3 reference. He's all about bringing wines into the metaverse and NFTs. So really excited to welcome these two onto the show and connect the old with the new. Guys, thank you so much for coming along today. Thanks for having us. Cheers. Excellent. Let's start with you, Zach. I want to talk about what you're doing and the impact you're making, because that's really the purpose and the benefit of this very show is to bring out the impact you're making. First, Tell us about Storica Wines and how you discovered your, your home country's heritage through, through wines and what this means for you. Thank you, Josh. Um, so Storica Wines is the name of our Armenian wine import company. We're a U.S.-based company, and we are importing uh, a portfolio of some of the, the finest and leading wines from Armenia. Um, most people are completely unaware that Armenia is a one of the oldest regions of, of wine production. Actually, the, the oldest artifacts of winemaking were discovered in a cave in Armenia, actually a few miles away from many of the vineyards from which our wines are produced. And uh, that dates back over 6,000 years. But because of many different geopolitical factors, uh, Armenia was a Soviet satellite during the better part of the 1900s. Uh, Armenia has not been, by contemporary or modern standards, a region of, of, of awareness around being a quality wine region. So that uh, has all started to change, and there's this really uh, incredible renaissance or resurgence of winemaking happening in Armenia. And I'm, um, I'm, I'm blessed uh, and fortunate to be able to travel to the country quite often, and I've done so uh, for the better part of my adult life. And on one of my trips a few years ago, I actually discovered all of these facts that I was unaware of as somebody who's very close to his uh, heritage and background as an Armenian American. I had no idea that, that there was any history or, or rather an ancient history of winemaking from Armenia. And back that was five years ago, there was all of a sudden a bunch of, of really great wine brands uh, all over Armenia and being sold in restaurants and shops and wine bars. And, and, and it was really uh, intriguing to me, caught my attention. And I started asking a lot of questions as to why this was happening. And, and from that experience, um, I appreciated that there was this rich history. And so I was compelled to find a way to bring these wines to the U.S. because I thought, you know, not only would this be a really um, compelling and attractive set of, of wines to, to introduce to the U.S. consumer, uh, I, was, I was also compelled by the impact it could have on Armenia and on the 
um, awareness and appreciation for Armenia's heritage among uh, a group of consumers that, for the most part, otherwise probably would have no connection or reason to really uh, interact with or, or have an understanding of, of what Armenia was. So um, that's a little bit of the, the why, and, and we're having a whole lot of fun, and it's really rewarding to see all the reception we're getting from many markets across the country who, who are really embracing our portfolio um, um, in, in big ways. So connect those dots for me, because it's all about providing impact. What is the end result impact that this journey is going to have? Is it on the people of Armenia? Is it on someone like me here in the States that are enjoying and understanding and consuming the wine or a little bit of both or something different? Well, it starts with you, Josh, or it starts with your, you know, I, I say to our team and I say to other people, my goal is that, you know, there are people in Sandusky, Ohio, and Birmingham, Alabama, who otherwise would have never heard of Armenia, probably never met an Armenian person, or really have a, a very periphery understanding of, of what Armenia was, even where it was, to, to interact with and be curious about our country and our heritage by trying one of our wines at a wine bar or, or by buying the bottle at their local wine and spirit shop because somebody told them they should try something new and esoteric and adventurous. And, and that then to me would not only have a direct benefit on Armenia as you know, selling a product that is a product of that country that, that we are buying from somebody and then you know those dollars are being used to support local farmers and local winemakers, but also in the indirect impact it can have in, in maybe even having someone go visit the country because wow. in so many instances, international wine regions become uh, hot spots of tourism because people try a wine, they have a, a, a sensory and then an emotional connection to that wine. Wow. If they enjoy it, it makes them want to go visit the country in a lot of cases. So that, that would also be a potential benefit that would then impact the country as well. And then just broadly speaking, having Armenia in the hearts and minds of, of, a, of a high number of Americans is just something that's a huge goal for me in, in, in starting this thing because um, Armenia has had a, a troubled and contentious past and it is now you know, starting to turn the corner in a lot of ways in becoming a place where there is economic growth and there is a, a transition of wanting to be a prosperous and thriving country and diaspora that supports that country. And so this to me, wine is a perfect conduit to, to help celebrate and create positive curiosity about this place. Um, and and that's, a, that's a big part of why we do what we do. Absolutely amazing. This is what I love about things like this and certainly about life is we have you both here talking about the exact same product, if you will, but from complete ends of the spectrum. I love that kind of brilliant fascination. Andrew, to bring you into the conversation, you represent the new, the modern, the now. In fact, you're the first winery on or of the metaverse Help help us yeah. just in layman's terms, what does that even mean? So I think it starts with Knocking Point Wines, which is my first wine company, right? I, I founded Knocking Point in my hometown of Walla Walla, Washington, 
um, nine years ago with my best buddy, a guy named Stephen Amell. If you guys ever saw the show Arrow, it, he's a he's a, a TV mm-hmm. superhero. So uh, he and I got a wild idea to start a winery as a hobby in my hometown. Um, nine years ago, we hired my twin sister. She was our she was our only employee. Um, and we started selling wine direct to consumer because because that's all we knew how to do. And and uh, we were we were taking unique artwork, custom artwork from kind of kind of uh, comic book themed artists, starting out with with uh, with uh, Jim Lee, um, who's a who's a very famous artist in the space, and found that people and fans were buying it up like crazy. Um, Primarily because we were creating a new experience around wine, right? It, it was about storytelling. It was about being part of a larger community. And fast forward a couple of years, we had a, we had a wait list of about ten thousand people and uh, not enough wine. Um, and so as as we would we would uh, launch our new wines, we would always weave in uh, for the most part a, a charitable component, right? And so with Knocking Point from Day one, which is you know nine plus years ago, we've donated over two million dollars to uh, charity, um, and um, you know a, a a through line in most of what we do is uh, impact. Um, and so going back to the impact piece, going back to the storytelling, the the experiential piece, you know, I as as a, a tech entrepreneur in in in, in pardon me, my background, I always had my eye on uh, Web3, right? And in trying to figure out a way to move wine into the metaverse, right? And so, um, you know, for me, the, the, the a natural fit was not necessarily to come up with some crazy, really expensive single bottle of wine and go try to sell it for $30,000, whatever it is, which I've seen done so far. And, and that's fine. I, I, there's, there's, there's space for that. But, you know, for me, it, it was really about the community and experience and the storytelling. And so for wine three, our first launch is with the Board Ape Yacht Club, and uh, we're going to be allowing anybody who owns a Board Ape to put their own ape and their own IP on the front of their bottle of wine, right? So <laughs> rather than Wine 3 say, this is the artwork, this is the brand, we're going to be co-producing wines via the metaverse with the Board Ape wow. Yacht Club community. And Josh, if if uh, you own an ape, then uh, you could put your ape on a case of wine, um, and then the case of wine is represented by a token that you can then hold. You can take it, you can sell it on the secondary, and the wine follows it, or you can burn it, and we'll send you the wine so you can share it with your friends and family. Uh, amazing. That's Going it. back to what I yeah. said, two <laughs> Yeah. You, you both are dealing with the exact same product yeah. and different execution. That's what I love about life. I love about business. I love about commerce. I love about people. Um, tell me what, um, why is impact so important to you? Because it might seem like the default setting for us here and for many of those listening. Like, yeah, I feel good when I serve, when I help others. I eat when I make an impact, but really not everybody is wired that way. So what do you think it is that allows you to go down that road? Why is it so important to you? I mean, for me, I think it was how I was raised, you know, in a, in a, in a small town, it was never about me first. Right. But, but I also think that wine is a unique uh, product and that people rally around it at fundraisers, at auctions, at galas. I think that, you know, anytime you go to any kind of an event where fundraising happens, 99 times out of 100, there will be wine there, right? And and especially during COVID, right, when people were stuck at home, 
Um, and and uh, because Knocking Point is a, a, a direct consumer winery, we found that people were buying a lot of wine, right? And so rather than just continue to sell wine, we wanted to use our vehicle to deliver wine to people's doorsteps during a time when they couldn't go out to stores as a means to raise money for charity, right? And so, um, you know, I think it's a few things. I, I, I think there's a way that I was raised, and I think that, that, that wine sets up perfectly, again, for experiences and for activating people to – uh, to to uh, use it, uh, uh, you know, as, as as a means to rally around and and uh, raise money. And frankly, so yeah, makes sense, Zach. Yeah. Uh, I want to know if you could share with <clears throat> us a, a a really powerful moment along this current journey of yours through the Storica wines story and journey, where you just had such a great moment of clarity of, wow, this is a moment that you couldn't make up if you tried, and it's just having the impact that you envisioned. Sure. I'm going to share two quick moments. One one was a bit of the aha, kind of like leading up to Storica, and Mm -hmm. the second is more of like kind of a nice validation of that aha, if you will. So the first was, you know, I, I felt good that these wines were, were nice wines and plenty of people in Armenia had told me that as, as I was doing my initial exploration of it, but I'm not a wine person. I, I'm, I don't know the first thing about kind of sophisticated or technical wine things. I've just kind of learned about wine through this project. So I don't trust my palate. I would say I have a very naive palate when it comes to wine. Um, and so uh, coming back to Boston where I live and spending some time with friends here and having them try it. And I remember this particular evening where I was with a group of friends, some of whom were actually newer friends and, and I knew had very sophisticated wine palates cause I just kind of knew that about them. Um, and, and we all sat down and tried the wine. And I remember being a little bit nervous and thinking, you know, I really hope they like it. I hope that, that this is like not something that's weird or embarrassing if they don't like it, but they feel compelled to say something nice cause it's me. Um, and they were just so uh, taken aback by the quality of the wine, and they were so passionately expressive about how much they enjoyed it and, and, and how they really got into it. And I just remember sitting there and listening to them and watching them react to it and kind of saying, wow, like, there must be something here because these are people who, you know, even though they're friends, really uh, have it in their kind of personal motivation to be very honest about mm-hmm what they think to be the quality of a wine and they're just glowing in their, in their response to this thing. So I, that kind of said to, to me, okay, like there's something here. We need to really flesh this out. And, and, and it was a big inspiring moment for me to really push hard and getting things set up with Storica because it was really before we became a true company. Um, and then a, uh, earlier this year, we, we set up uh, tours for our winemakers in Armenia to come to the U S and wow. tour around the U S to visit with different stores and restaurants. And those tours are put on by us and in partnership with our distributors in these various states, because it's beneficial to have the winemaker come and, and do a talk or do a dinner or a tasting that, that winds up helping sales. Cause a lot of times these accounts, stores and restaurants want to hear directly from the winemaker. It's kind of more fun and interesting that way. And so I remember getting a text from our sales guy in the Southeast with a menu on the text. It was a photo of a menu from a country club in Alabama. And they had planned a wine dinner where they were serving our wines and they were pairing the wines with traditional Armenian dishes. Wow. And and so I was reading all of these dishes that were like (laughs) words that these are Armenian, you know, dishes that my mother used to make or I used to have only in Armenia. And this country club in the state of Alabama, which probably has 
you know, you can count on one hand the number of Armenians that live in that state. And so that was just a really cool, like, wow, like, you know, this is not a, this is not a, a, a sales or marketing kind of like business milestone, but this is such a cool, like, you know, spiritual milestone, if you will, of the impact we're having. And I just, I really got a kick out of that. And I, and I, you know, it helped kind of prove that initial thought I had had a few years prior of there, there's something here. That's incredible. And they didn't even let you know before, during, or after. You had to discover no, it throughout. I had That's, no idea. That makes it even better, actually, right? Exactly. You discover in passing. Andrew, what about you? When you're making an impact, what along this did you just have to pinch yourself or stop for a minute, take a step back and say, all right, this is real impact here? Yeah, for me, it was a pretty obvious one. In uh, mid-2020, my, my friends Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis um, had a wonderful idea to uh, activate our, our uh, wine community to raise money for COVID response charities. I mean, you know, those two are incredible philanthropists, you know, through and through. Um, and again, you know, thinking about wine as a vehicle to raise, you know, money for charity and to rally around, we created a wine called Quarantine. Um, which is probably a decent, you know, name for the time, um, and set out to raise two hundred fifty thousand dollars for COVID response charities. Um, we launched a wine at a time when the supply chain was at its worst, right? I mean, nobody nobody was working, everybody was social distancing, staying safe, staying home, um, and we ambitiously set out to raise two hundred fifty thousand um, dollars. And so we launched a Pinot Noir ended up raising $250,000 in the first handful of hours. Um, we knew we couldn't stop at that point in time. If you know, people were that excited about it and that willing to support, we had to keep going. So I called in some favors from some partners and winemakers. We ended up raising a million dollars for charity within a matter of two weeks. Um, wow. And uh, you know, made a huge impact. We ended up on The Tonight Show, The Today Show, Good Morning America, Ryan Seacrest, all these places. And it was because we were using wine as a vehicle to, to uh, raise proceeds for these organizations that needed it. You know, it was for the frontline responders at the time. You remember back when, you know, we could get PPE? Well, I mean, we bought $250,000 oh. worth of it. Uh, that, you know, that was part of it. So, you know, for me, that was the moment where, you know, seeing so many people rally around one effort and one wine and one label to raise a million dollars was, 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 you know, pretty incredible and something that, that, that I mean, all of us are going to be super proud of forever, for sure. Absolutely. So, now, yeah. Wow. I, yeah. I, I, again, I just, I just have to say just from, from my point of view, watching, listening and hearing both of you come at this, it's just fascinating. I hope you guys feel the exact same way. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm eating everything up about this conversation where Zach from, from this moment, uh, what's been on your plate, where do you go from here? What's the next step of impact that you're focusing on? What's next? Sure. Well, we, we've done a great job in our two years of operations building what, what I'll call the infrastructure or piping around sales and distribution. So we've signed up distributors in 24 different states, uh, covering most of the major metro markets of the country. So now really the, the task doesn't shift, but it starts to, to change in priority to really getting uh, as much juice to no 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 pun intended through that that piping or that infrastructure which is really just getting the wine out there into as many glasses and mouths as we can because every time we we show this wine to distributors to stores and restaurants to consumers all the way through the the chain everyone reacts positively the the hit rate we have in getting people to be 
pleasantly and, and almost surprisingly uh, positive in response to the wine is, is really high. So what we're tasked with now as a company is finding ways to, to do that, you know, hands and mouths campaign, as I call it, in the most efficient time efficient and capital efficient way we can. And uh, we've we've done a whole lot of, of both standard things and also creative out of the box things to, to test different ways to, to get the wine in front of people and get the story in front of people. And so now it's really just optimizing for some of the things that have worked and scaling that activity. It's so good. Andrew, for you, you've already accomplished so much. I'm sure you have visions uh, well into the future. What is next? What's the next impact look like? Uh, well, personally, and, and, and uh, you know, for a minute before we hopped on, we actually joked about this, but I'm running the uh, New York Marathon in support of uh, Thorn.org, uh, personally, and I've never run a marathon, so there's there's that, which is a huge personal oh, wow. challenge, and I'm, I'm stiff and sore right now as I, as I talk to you from my 12-mile run, Imagine 26. Wow. But in terms of Wine 3 and Knocking Point, you know, I mean, we have uh, wines at, you know, knockingpointwines.com right now that that, that have a, a give-back component to them live at all times, right? And then, you know, for Wine 3, um, I was thinking as you were talking about this, and uh, we have a couple different charitable components, but they're kind of tied to the launches of our upcoming wines. Um, so I can't share specific details uh, quite yet, but just know that there is going to be a give back component as it relates to the NFT communities and the Web3 communities that we are supporting, because these, these people also make impact a big element of, of uh, what they're thinking about as well. Um, and so, um, you know, details to come there, but there will be a give back component and impact component to Wine3 also. Absolutely. And how could the listener help you make an impact? Um, Go to wine3.xyz, um, follow us on Twitter, follow us on, on uh, Instagram, um, go to knockingpointwines.com. Um, you know, that's, that's the current company that, you know, I mentioned that I founded with Stephen Amell. We've made, we've made wines with a bunch of different celebrities and talent, you know, most of them with a, with a charitable give back piece. Um, you know, there's a wine up there right now called Outside Wine that, 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 sends $5 per bottle to a charity right now. So if anybody wants to support that way. Um, so there's, there's, there's a handful of ways, right? So, you know, follow us um, and go buy some outside wine. I guess that's the, the, the immediate way, I suppose. So, yeah. Zach, how can the listener help you make an Sure. Impact? So, uh, com. S-T-O-R-I-C-A-W-I-N-E-S.com is our website. Uh, on the website, you can find a store near you by simply typing in your zip code in our store locator. Wow. Uh, if you don't find a store near you, the best thing to do is go walk into a store near you, especially if it's one that you frequent or a restaurant and, and say, you know, I'd love to, uh, I'd love to see these wines on your shelves and you can name any one or multiple of our brands. You can also buy the wine directly on our website. There's a buy now uh, section that's in our online shop. We ship to, I think, 39 of the 50 states, most of the major states in the country. So you can order the wine right online to be shipped directly to your home. Um, and uh, you can also follow us on Instagram at Storica underscore wines. Absolutely amazing, guys. I really appreciate you, all the impact you're making. Zach Arman, Andrew Harding, thank you both for joining us today. Cheers. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Josh. Appreciate it. And thank you, listener, for tuning in. You can invest in both of these companies via investjustly.com. That's investjustly.com, an impact broker dealer with investment banking 
and crowdfunding services. Thank you for joining us. If you want to leave a comment or give any sort of feedback on this episode, visit joshcarry.com.